Warning, warning. Two idiots are reading the SCP files over the intercoms. Please cover your ears and await further instruction. Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. It's your Discovering SCP. Welcome back. <laughs> it's your turn to die. Uh, before huh? we go get far in, I have to... I know I haven't shut the fuck up about it on social media, but I promised I would give a shout-out to my tattoo artist. So shout-out to James Rogers from St. Louis Tattoo Company. He did some great work. Well done. Thank you. But we are back uh, Someone just SCP pinged me saying they thought you got into my house. What? What do you mean? Someone pinged me and they said that they, that they thought you got into my house. Me? They thought I got into your house? Yeah. Why did they say this? Why yeah. is it? What context? So I was in the, the SCP chat just talking about shit and I was like, shit, Tan's calling me. I forgot we're recording because I got so invested. And then I was getting into this recording with you and someone ping replied me and they're like, at first I thought Tanhony managed to get into your house. I was like, no. What was he this? could never. I have an anti-magic... It's in the off-topic channel, because they're getting all picky about the channels now. Oh. And that was the end That's of why you couldn't Darnold. see it. See yeah. it, Darnold. So, um... <laughs> now that we're here, uh, we need to... So this is actually... We told everyone it was going to be recorded the next day. This one is technically on Monday, but every other podcast really will be recorded the day after it goes up. This is literally the last day before my new job starts. So I was yeah. like, Tan, honey, we can do it today because we had the stream yesterday. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's read some SCP, Mr. Darnell. Yes, how many articles do you have for me today? New Tan, honey, variant. Uh, we have one SCP today for you. Great. Well, you promised like eight different people we were going to read their suggestions. I told so I'm seven lies. You picked, if any, <laughs> seven lots. Of, you did one of them. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah, please do. I I need to go on Do Not Disturb for the first time ever recording. People keep fucking reply pinging me. Hey, don't how do that. You can turn you. off the ping. Yeah, how dare anyone think they're good enough to talk to me? No, I'm kidding. I actually like the people on there a lot. Most of them. So, I, I'm going to say that, even though I have I don't have a problem with anyone, just so someone will be anxious about it. So it's SCP-3939. <laughs> it's called Number Reserved, Awaiting Researcher by Krokenbosch. Oh. Wait, Krokenbosch, that name sounds familiar. I think I've seen them around. Yeah, let's click on it. Oh, it does, this one doesn't even have a description, Tan. It's not finished. This was actually a cold post. I want to show the viewers what not to do. <laughs> yeah, this is so, what it looks like when you post 6452 or whatever the number is. So, um, Donald, please describe the image to us. It looks like a record player uh, with like a cute octagonal stand, and it's on a little table. Very good. Item number, SCP-3939. Object class, unclassed. Special containment procedures. Object is kept in a standard pre-containment holding cell. A researcher is to be assigned to classify it as soon as possible. Description. I kind of find it funny... Uh, I'm not judging this SCP over it at any means, but I just realized uh, every SCP has, most of them have such specific containment procedures that it's kind of funny to me that there's a standard holding cell when every SCP pretty much is like its own thing that needs its own bullshit, you know what I mean? But they just have like a a, a standardized cell. I guess, I guess the idea is maybe there are a bunch of anomalies that work in a standardized cell, but they're too boring to be articles on the wiki. You know what I mean? Like, just like a goblin. You just have to put him in a jail cell. <laughs> Can't get out. 
Why is that so funny to me? Just like of all the crazy stuff in SCP, they have a little goblin. He's like, let me out, please. I didn't mean to steal your gold, researcher. He's like, this is what you... <laughs> the loot is mine. Okay, to I'm... have dash D put at the end of your number. <laughs> what does that mean? DD commissions. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's read the article. Six eight two handles an acid bath quite nicely. Let's see how you fare. <laughs> First <laughs> torturing time, huh? a goblin. I actually had a really cool idea for an article I brought up to someone. Uh, I like the idea, and this is kind of to imply that the foundation's getting over its head, right? That there is some SCP that was a safe and was like super easy to contain, like maybe a goblin or just some other really inane creature. But the containment procedures were super out of date because it was like one of the earlier ones they caught, and there's just so many, and it was so used to not, they were so used to not escaping that people stopped paying attention to it, you know, and it got out, and like the the kind of implication as as you write the narrative is that like there's so many SCPs they're trying to contain that they kind of aren't really able to while still keeping it secret because there's just too much bullshit going on. That's interesting. Like, yeah. Maybe I'll make that a reality. Anyway, we're reading an article by Krokenbush. I'm sorry I'm not shutting the fuck up. Let's no, get no. back what to do you, it. What do you think it is? We've gone through the special experiences and the description. Well, it looks like a record player, but the fact that this is the only article you picked today, there's nothing here, and there's a bunch of red text at the bottom makes me think there's going to be some very long and complex narrative associated with it. What's so I don't have any ideas. Maybe it's a thing where you play a song and, and it becomes the song that played on your wedding night. That's interesting. That's a good one. <clears throat> Let's find out. You read the object's document, all measly 24 words of it, and shudder at the work that lies ahead of you. Your name is Senior Researcher Darnell Germain, and you are a researcher assigned to SCP-3939. Last week you were demoted to from... Your old Wait, hold the fuck on, is this a roleplay prompt or some shit? Last week you were demoted <laughs> from Class 4 to Class 3 on account of critical oversight in your last project. It wasn't your fault, but they didn't see it that way. Fortunately for you, that wasn't your last chance. But this is. SCP-3939 could be the last project you ever work on for the Foundation, and that prospect terrifies you. The thought of going home, of having a family, a normal life, being able to do all the things normal people do, what the sheep do, that's not okay. The Foundation is your home. Your oh my god! Is this the choose your own adventure? Where you belong. Your life's work is here. Hell yes! <laughs> Your life's go. work is here. Now that it's all in jeopardy, you're more stressed than you've ever been. Okay, hold on. Day. I need to get into the roleplay. Hold on, hold on. I need to get into the roleplay mindset. So, I'm a, I work at the foundation. I just got demoted. Yeah, uh, so. I don't have a home or a family, which means I'm a loser, but I play it off as I'm not a sheeple. So, I'm definitely uh, trying to get an edgy persona going into this. You have three days to develop full containment procedures for an unknown SCP. SCP-3939. You've done this a hundred times before, and they didn't give you an MTF to help you out, so how bad can it be? You get to work immediately. From internal in your office, you do what research you can to fill yourself in on what you've missed. It quickly becomes clear that all not, is not as it seems. You've asked the right people the right questions, but something is very wrong. The object has been in containment since Site-39's records began, 13 years ago. But there's no history of his acquisition, of previous containment procedures, or even of previous researchers. So they've just, had, they've just had this anomalous object. Oh, no. Is this an object that gets rid of researchers that aren't good enough? Is this how they're going to get rid of me? Terminate me? <laughs> so they've just had this anomalous <laughs> object sitting about in some holding cell in storage for 13 years, unclassed, uncontained, just doing whatever. And no one has thought to think about properly containing it until now. See, normally stuff is at least classified immediately. You know safe Euclid Keta? 
However, this Foundation found out about the skip, however it was retrieved, they must know something. But you've read the document 20 times now and you know nothing, except there's a gramophone. They used to bother to take a picture before they took it in. It's kind of weird they gave it a number, it's not even been classified, you can't help but think to yourself. Well, you're not one to pass up a good opportunity. This Wait, is this going to be like a meta SCP where it turned my life into a choose-your-own-adventure and none of the choices allowed me to contain it? This will be your chance to shine. Make good enough contain procedures and you might just get your class 4 back, who knows? You've been given two junior researchers, yeah, Sally Hawthorne and Carlos Rodriguez. You've worked with both before, though only a small amount, and not less than a year ago. With that in mind, what's your first action? Three days. So, you got time. Just give way until I think my, my immediately get my immediate guess is that they turned turned my life into a choose your own adventure, and now I don't have a way to contain it or fuck with it. But let's see. I can go three days. You got time. This can wait till tomorrow. Enter the holding cell to see what's in there, or immediately send an email to the site you're asking to ask what's going on. Is there like some hidden options, like some page no. source bullshit, or do I not have to worry about this? That's where it's be. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Into um, the page source, only madness lies. I don't so know how I think fucking code the, it together, but it's actually. What I would have personally chosen would have been to send my junior researchers in to see what's there, but that's not an option. I'm not going to put myself at risk, nor am I going to blow my chance and become a fucking sheeple. So I'm going to send an email to the site director. Because clearly, based on this narrative, I think I'm more important than I am. So I'm going to go bother my boss. Okay, so I, cl- I choose immediately send an email to the site director. Obviously, the first most logical choice is to get more information. Because right now, you do not have nearly enough. The site director wouldn't be the best person to ask. Despite the fact that you were never close to becoming a site director, even at Class 4, in your experience, they've always been able to answer pretty much any question you had about any SCP under their jurisdiction. Or, like, the implication that you just bother your boss constantly. <laughs> From the I do that at re- real work. I'm, I, I'm not going to fuck up at work. From the terminal at your desk, you write up a quick email. Why don't you tell us what you wrote? <clears throat> to Site Director Site39. From Researcher Darnell Germain. Hi, Amanda. I'm looking for information regarding SCP-3939. Uh, wait, isn't this Site39? Hold on. Yeah. This is definitely how they terminate bad employees. There's no way, it's too inconspicuous. I've been assigned to classify it and draft basic containment procedures. However, logs indicate it's been in pre-containment since the site was constructed, when the maximum for PC is three days, if I recall correctly. Do you happen to have either its date of ac- I would never fucking put something in parentheses to my boss, nor would I sound this unconfident in an email. I would just say, I would just say when the maximum for PC is three days. Do you happen to have either its date of acquisition or the reason why it hasn't been classified? Many thanks. Researcher Darnell Germain. Hi, Researcher Darnell Germain. I hope this email blows your tits clean off. Damn. You shiver a little at the sight of just Researcher before your name. We've no senior before that. Hopefully that'll change soon. You hit send to get off your screen as soon as possible. After a few minutes, you've not had a response. You start to log off so you can go see SCP-3939 in person when you hear the sound that plays and you receive a message. Clippy appears. You get to waste as little time as possible. You open it up. To researcher Darnell Germain. From site director, site 39. Darnell, I've just checked the database and can't find anything about SCP-3939 at site 39. I've checked the site 19 database too and according to them there's no 3939 at any of the sites. Are you sure you got the right one? I assume it's 05 who gave you this task, and it's not like them to make a mistake. Sincerely, Site Director Amanda Salisbury. 
you have definitely so I, I have another yeah this is only encouraging my termination theory because the site director's name isn't redacted but ours is now you could have the cowardly answer which is it's redacted so you can project your name onto it I can get over their eyes yeah <laughs> exactly you have definitely not made a mistake SCP-3939 is the one that you were assigned you start to write a message in response I well, read for our so here's first. what I would do. He, here's the thing. I don't like either of these options. I really well, feel like these no, options. No, no, podcast were... know what the options are. Please first. Sorry, the options are apologize for wasting your time. You must have made a mistake, or explain your issue in more detail. So uh, this SCP feels like it was written by someone who does not ever email their boss. Maybe, perhaps. Sorry, Crocom Bosch. Um, that or it's it is very intentional and this is def- supposed to give a vibe but like none of this feels like how you would email your boss and I don't like either of these options at all um, but if I had to pick one I would just say apologize for wasting her time I must have made a mistake and then I would either talk to 05 or I would just you know dick around at work but okay. um, but I, so I guess that's what I'll go with. But honestly, I really don't like either of these options. They both suck. You would not press your boss and be like, no, no, you just don't get it. Nor would you be like, oh, I'm so sorry for wasting your time, ma'am. You just would have been, you would say something like, oh, I'll double check. <laughs> that's it. Right, so okay. So it feels well, very bizarre. Click on the choice and read out the email. All right. <clears throat> to site director, site 39, from researcher Darnell Germain. Amanda. I've checked the original correspondence. It wasn't actually SCP-3939. It was a completely different one. I'm really not sure how I made that mistake. Yeah, this is none of this is what I would do. Sincere apologies for wasting your time. Thank you for checking my error. Apologies, researcher Darnell Germain. That's complete bullshit. SCP-3939 was definitely the one you were supposed to be looking at. There's no doubt about it. Just to be sure, and seeing the emails are already right here, you open the first one from 053, instructing you to come to site 39. Subject reparations. What the fuck did you do? Yeah, I'm definitely getting fucking terminated. What did you do? Then the O5's like this ominous email reparations. Well, they said I fucked up something, so I must have. We must rebuild Norway. Yeah, but it definitely says right there, SCP-3939. And that's repeated an arbitrary number of times in all the emails that follow between yourself, 053, and 059. Not once did anyone say, hold up, nope, it's actually this completely different SCP you want you to look at. So Amanda Salisbury... And we're on site 39 too. I'm really starting to feel like this is some weird constructed narrative. So Amanda Salisbury was either trying to make you look like a complete idiot, or she genuinely didn't know it's been sitting pre-contained in her site for potentially 13 years. You don't know which is more worrying. If it's the former, you'll look like an idiot if you send this email. If it's the latter, you'll still look like an idiot, but hopefully a bit less. A bit less of an idiot is the best you can do here. You send an email. And then we have two options now. So we have go see SCP-3939 for yourself or go home to sleep off the awkwardness. Again, both of these suck. Why isn't there a send my junior researchers option in? Because I thought this, this was for. SCP. It's time for you for research. Fucking hell. Obviously... The only thing that would make me immediately not think this is a way to terminate me is that they gave me junior researchers, because there's no reason to fucking kill off interns. Um, I guess because I really don't... Like, I would never put off work, but I uh, clearly this is just meant to fucking kill me or something, so I'm gonna go home to sleep off the awkwardness. No worries, no worries. Wait, I thought I didn't have a home! I thought it said that at the beginning. Well, you, you like, have a place to sleep, I assume. No, I never said you didn't. I guess. Said, the sheeple it has said home you, you, family. In family, yeah. Home, right. like, versus home with physical location. Three right, days right. is a lot of time. 
all bragging aside, you've done this many times. <laughs> enough to know exactly what you're doing. And enough to know that it won't take you three whole days just to draft a single set of FCPs. You can do it in two hours. After yeah. all, whatever it is, it's been set in stone. Shut up, I hate you. <laughs> without incident. At least without documented incident. This thing is as safe as it gets. You'll be fine. You've had a stressful week. You deserve an early night. SCP-3939 is waiting this long. One more day can't hurt. Imagine from the O5 perspective, it's like, this is your final chance, researcher Jermaine. You send you off to the site and then you yeah. look and you went home early without doing anything. Sick Hell in the yeah. mail. Well, no one's fucking answering my questions and the title reparations isn't reassuring. Or the fact that they repeated the numbers so many times. Uh, my only option here is go home, go to bed. That's the only one I can click, so I guess that... Okay. You pack your things, leave the site, head to the car park, drive out the gate and make your way home. Traffic is very light. After all, it's still pretty early in the morning and rush hour is long gone, so you get home in a very timely manner. You sit down in your lounge with a cup of coffee and a book. It's a pretty warm day and the coffee fumes are intoxicating. You fall asleep before you've even taken a sip. By the time you wake up, the coffee is cold and the book See, is See, this the also isn't realistic because I would never drink coffee because I think coffee is a meme. People you say it wakes you up, but it's... It's never once making me, made me woke up. It makes me sleepy and it makes me have to shit. That's all it does. This it's is like a role play? Your drink. Please role play as it though. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm role playing as a douchebag who drinks coffee. The coffee is cold sorry. and the book is on the floor several meters away from the sofa. You check the time. Hours have passed. You'll have to be very careful in repairing your sleep schedule. Oh, buddy, I hear okay, that. that part's up, it's a little close to home. In the evening, you head to bed <laughs> when you normally would. It takes you much longer to fall asleep than it normally would. No doubt due to your accidental nap. You wake up in the morning like the worst hangover you ever had. Groggy, dead, can't think. You estimate you've managed to get about an hour of sleep. You check the time and see that you must be wrong. You've overslept by two hours. You're inside. So there's a lot of repetition going on, and I don't know if it's just because they had to write a lot of different options or if it's trying to subtly hint at what this thing is like with 3939, Site39. It's like a record skipping. (gasps) It's like a record skipping! Baby, maybe. Tannoni, I'm already one step ahead of the game. I like the idea that I'm just a complete fucking dumbass and I'm reading way too much into it. But... Your insides go cold. You need to get to work now. You get dressed and out of your house as fast as you can, inwardly bedrating yourself for your stupidity. Traffic is light again on the way there. You're going to work about the same time you left yesterday. You drive through the security checkpoints, get let in, park your car and head to your office. Before you even get there, Sally Hawthorne bumps into you in the corridor. Dr. Jermaine, she says. <laughs> You continue walking towards your office and she falls up into step alongside you. Sally! You reply. Are you trying to get in my way? No, sir, of course not. I mean, there was something I was wanting to ask, but I can see you're busy. Hit me. Have you seen Dr. Rodriguez today? You both arrive at your office. And? Carlos! You think back, but your mind is fucking clouded. It takes you a few seconds to remember who he is or Yup, 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 yup. He went in to see the SCP and he got fucking murked. No, I've actually not seen him at all. Why do you ask? He was supposed to be here early this morning. She steps into your office after you and pulls the door shut behind her. We had some work that needs doing. I have not been able to contact him at all. I've not heard from him, No. You reply a little absentmindedly. Your attention has already moved away from her into the space above her head. Okay, thank you, Doc... Darnell. So, as you said, she backs out of your office into the corridor, closing the door behind her. You take a seat at your desk and wonder what you need to meet with him for. It takes you a few minutes to remember what you're supposed to be doing today. 
We've got to take a closer look at SCP-3939 to see if we can work on what's actually anomalous about it. This actually does feel more like me, the ADHD kicking in. <laughs> oh, fuck, I got contained 682, I forgot. <laughs> your head sinks into your hands, the crushing thought of the sheer amount of work you've got to do towers over you. So we've got take a closer look at the picture attached to the article, check your messages, or this can still wait until tomorrow. I definitely think that... Um, all of these are bad options. Again, well, I, mean, I check your clearly if I if arguments. I the more the more I deal with this thing, the more it's fucking with my mind. Um, in in the character, not in real life. I'm not like that mentally just up over, it. but you know what I mean. So I he's feel like freaking the correct, out. To him. I feel like the correct answer they want you to pick is to keep putting it off, and then miraculously that was the way to deal with it. Um, but I could just be reading too much into it and then end up getting fired. But really what I would do at this point is write a containment procedure like uh, I would write down some sort of journal like my memory seems to be getting foggy. Dr. Rodriguez can't be found. Perhaps there's something dangerous with this. Uh, See if it has something to do with investigating. Maybe it's anti-memetic in some way or memetic. Uh, But I guess out of the options that I am given, I would (sighs) – checking your messages – can be one of two things. It's either going to give me a clue as to what's going on, or it's going to brainwash me. Take a closer look at the picture. Definitely a bad move. I guess this can still wait until tomorrow. Are you sure? But yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to give me a subtle hint that this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you read it, is that going to like end the article early? Just be honest. I with don't me. know. I don't know. Okay, then let's click it. You're damn right. Whatever SCP-3939 is, or is supposed to be, is clearly not important. You'll have to get it done tomorrow, you're sure. After all, you won't make Class 4 for nothing. One day, one document to write? Easy. Besides, after your awful sleep, you're still exhausted. There's no way you'll be able to do your best work today. The most rational choice is to leave it until tomorrow. You pack... <laughs> this is fun, so you just arrive and immediately leave. <laughs> you pack up... Yeah, this your... doesn't feel right at all. Some This SCP is definitely fucking with our mind. You pack up, leave your office, head to the car park, and get into your car. You sit there for a long moment, slowly falling asleep. I don't want to click go home. I'm falling asleep at the wheel. I don't want to go home. You shake yourself up a little, wake yourself up, and place your hands on the steering wheel. Traffic is almost non-existent on the way home. You get home without incident. You want to try to push yourself for as long as possible until you go to sleep to resynchronize your sleep schedule. So you're going to need something to pass the time. Absolutely daydream. Watch television, read a book won't be helpful, but I want to see what is in my mind palace. Sorry, <laughs> the options were read a book, watch television, or daydream. I chose daydream. It's daydream. Oh, God. Somehow it managed to keep your attention mm-hmm. for most of the day. You end up being just sort of staring into space all day. It's like The Sims. <laughs> you end up going to bed a little early with lights, but it's fine. You got your fun meter went down and the cloud came for you. Damn. You wake up at the normal time when your alarm goes off. You feel like shit, but it's the same way you normally feel in the morning. Uh-oh, grammar mistake should be your alarm goes off, broken bush. Obviously, it's an effect of the anomaly. You get ready and leave for work. When you arrive at your office, you notice that your door is ajar. Ajar, even. It's never ajar. You always make sure you close it properly when you leave. Yeah, it's, it's not possible. ajar, it's a door, dumbass. It's possible that you just didn't <laughs> but notice, but that doesn't seem likely. Even so, you're very much on your guard as you slowly push the door open. Feet up on your desk, leaning back in your chair is the last face that you want to see today. Skinny, pallid skin, dark hair that flat lies flat against her neck. Amanda Salisbury, the site director. Hello, Darnell, she says. 
Dr. Salisbury, can I help you? You can, actually. She withdraws her legs from her desk, plants on the floor, stands up and gestures for you to take a seat. The two of you swap places. Hold on, isn't this the bitch that just told me that this SCP didn't exist and I was wrong? You can explain to me exactly why, when I check SCP-3939's file, it's empty. She did tell me this didn't exist! You know what I bet when you try to write containment procedures for it, you get fucking murked. You close your eyes- you close four eyes for a moment and inhale sharply. It should be your eyes, croaking boosh! I haven't written it yet, Director. Why not? I was gonna do it today, actually, I- Of course you're going to write it today. Today's your deadline, right? This is too fucking real. Yes, Director. Well, tell me what we've got so far. You pause for a long moment. Far too long. It's a gramophone. As soon as the words leave your mouth, you kick yourself mentally. Of course it's a fucking gramophone, you fucking idiot. It's right there in a fucking picture. Have you done any research? No, Director. Why have you not uploaded the research I sent you? You're confused for a moment. What research? Did she send you research? She didn't, see? They're fucking with me! didn't check your messages, though. She very well could have. Uh, maybe. Did you miss it? Did you not notice? You decided it's best just to ask. What research? Did Rodrigo send you the research I asked him to? I haven't seen him at all, no. Useless bastard. Take a look at this. She picks up a small pile of papers which have been on your desk. In your confusion, you hadn't noticed them. Sensing that the first half were utterance addressed at Carlos and the latter half at you, you take the papers from her hand and read through them. It's the previous research you needed from day one. A full description of 3939 and basic containment procedures. It's the containment report for 3939. I found it yesterday morning and said to Rodriguez, assuming he'd pass it on to you. Clearly not. But I also assume that you get some actual work. I'm right, Tan, because Rodriguez disappeared! I'm fucking right about this, aren't I? Clearly I was wrong about that, too. Thank you, Director. Write it up. Pardon? Write it up now. Come on, it needs uploaded. No, if she needed to upload the spat, she would have done it herself. I'm not fucking stupid. You write up the article into the document. All the while, she watches you from the far side of the room. Publish it? Uh, no. There's two options, publish and no, and I'm saying no, because clearly she's being way too over the top. She would have either uploaded it or fired me or something, right? No, it's too fucking shady. Okay. No. You tell her. You are strong and independent. You don't need her to tell you what to do. You may be my superior, but remember, a few days ago we were both class four. <laughs> remember your place went talking to me. Her expression does not change. If it weren't for me, what you did with SCP blank would have got you fired on the spot. Six five. What you did with SCP six five four two would have gotten you fired on the spot. If you fuck this up, my job is on the line too. You pause at loss of words. I'm sorry. She shakes her head. No more sorry. After this, you're done with the foundation. Write up the article. You shrink into your seat. This is what happened on the year. This test. is bullshit. The only option I have left is publish the work, and I know it's gonna fuck me. This is bullshit. This is exactly this what happened on the year cast. <laughs> I hate this. No, this is bullshit, because I know what's going to happen, and I've been playing my fucking cards right, and they're still going to screw me on this. Screw you, author. Not actually, but I'm pissed. Oh, and now the article, now we click on this option, we can see the actual description has been updated. Item number. Yeah. SCP-3939. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. It's currently kept in Site-39 in pre-containment holding cell C, 39PCO1-C. 
When not in testing, it's kept in a standard containment locker of appropriate size. Description. SCP-3939 is a gramophone or record player of unknown date of origin but consistent with design and manufacturing trends of the 1930s. It is an octagonal wooden base constructed of polished mahogany and is imprinted with the logo of HMV at the time. Atop this base is a turntable which connects to the gramophone mechanism and a large brass horn. All components are in good condition. SCP-3939 currently has a black vinyl record on the turntable which is turning at standard right despite no visible source of power. Additionally, it possesses the ability to speak with a voice transmitted through the horn and potential sapience. Thus far, it's only been shown to speak to certain people. The brass Ooh. horn always rotates to point at the observer. Other observers will see the horn rotate to point towards them. Further tests are pending. Interesting. Could, I, could you please take over for a little bit, because I've been reading for quite a while here. You upload the new file. You're barely given a chance to read it before she, the, before the she barks another command. There are a lot get of... Get to a holding cell mistakes. now. I want to see you do some actual work. You gingerly get up from your desk, trying your best to avoid eye contact without seeming cowardly. She steps aside as you step through the door, but falls in the step behind you as you start towards pre-containment. With her tailing you all the way there, the walk feels very short indeed. You see that 3939 cell is locked with a card scanner. You check your pockets, slowly at first, but it soon rises to a panicked frenzy. Then you turn to Amanda. I don't have my card. Where the fuck is it, Donnell? Yeah. It's at home, probably. I. She's... She takes, she her, takes own her own card from her lanyard. Sorry, no, I got it. I forgot I was reading. She takes her own card from her lanyard and touches it to the scanner. A red light on top of it becomes green. You hear a click as the door unlocks, then it slowly slides open. There's a tiny rush of air into the room, then a few seconds later, two bar lights flare up to turn the darkness into the concrete gray that it should be. The light on the right flickers antagonistically. 3939 sits there on a small pedestal, brass horn innocently staring at you. Do some fucking research. Amanda says. Prove to me that I shouldn't fire you right now. And then the only option is, what's the point? The research is already done. No point. There's no time. Oh, sorry, that's not me. No point. No time. Comes the reply, echoing metallically from deeper within the brass horn. When you were younger, what when of you your were favorite... Yo- f- okay, oh, you, 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 know, you take that out. You take it off. Yeah. When you were younger, one of your favorite films was the animation Alice in Wonderland. One of your favorite characters was the Cheshire Cat. Wait, am I Tanhony? Known for his exceptionally wide and mischievous grin. Staring down into the depths of 3939, it's only that grin that you see. That idea propagated so powerfully out of the brass and into your brain through the power of 3939's words. Or perhaps it's just your imagination. What do you mean? You ask it. I mean, there's no time. The branches have already converged. It's too late for questions. Look around, it's just you and me. Oh, the branches of, like, the different timelines based on the choices we picked? You look behind you. Sure enough, there's no one there. I have absolutely no clue what you mean. I can see all the branches of the story. That's what I do. I live in stories, Darnell. I live in signs and written messages and conversations and email addresses. I live in information. Any information. Anything Called that's it. Written He's a meme. Sp- He's a memetic. Anything that's written or spoken or thought, I can live there. That's what I am. You nod. You're a meme. I am a meme, Darnell, and a sentient one at that. You're right. Of course you're right. Have you worked with memetics before? I have a little experience, but you haven't explained to me the branches thing. If it could sigh, it would. You feel it in your head. I just explained to you that I exist in information. Like a story. Take notes. A gramophone is not a story. You narrow your eyes. What are you insinuating? 
Take a look around you, Darnell. Feel the world. Feel how fake <laughs> you're trapped in a story. Clever, clever meta article. Doomed to repeat yourself forever in the minds of a thousand different readers. You're trapped in here with me. You suppress a laugh. Uh, clever meta, meta article, Crocom. I assume you're the only real thing in this story, then. It cocks his head. Oh, it cocks his head slightly, despite not moving a head that it doesn't have. Actually, no, you're real too, somehow. And I'm not talking about the reader. I'm talking about you. This is a very special story. You keep saying these vague statements. What makes this story so special? Because I am one of the anomalies that your foundation contains. But they don't contain me in a cute little gramophone in a cute little pre-containment cell inside 13. Oh, no. I'm a very powerful, very infectious, very sentient meme. And I just love hiding in information, waiting to infect my next victim. The best place for me to hide is a story. Because when the reader is engaged with a story, it's super easy for me to reach out and infect them. So this is the most choices we've been given so far. There's I don't get it. I don't understand, which are like the same thing. I think that's dumb, I don't believe you, and I think you're fucking with me. So right off the bat, the first two are out of the way. Um, I think this is dumb. I also think it might be fucking with me. I don't believe you kind of makes it seem like we're scared of it, so I'm just going to say I think that's dumb. Okay. Hi. You begin, but it interrupts you. There, did you see that? Just now. Five choices, five thoughts in your head. All starting with I and all leading fear to me saying exactly what I'm saying right now. Maybe you even go to check whether or not I'm right. Irrefutable proof that I can see all different branches of the story. It's right. There were five thoughts in your head. You decide that there's no point in playing dumb. You mentioned infecting people. So the theoretical reader is infected with you now? Actually, no. Like I said, this is a very special story written by a team of very clever researchers. You were one of those researchers, actually, and it certainly means that you don't remember. But you made a story, an interactive, multiple-choice story, specifically designed to contain me. To stop me spreading to the reader, you embedded yourself into it somehow. I infect you, and then you get disinfected whenever the story resets. Oh, that's fucking clever. Apologies for the exposition, by the way. Wait, this is actually super clever. He made it a choose-your-own-adventure story and then used himself to contain it. You realize that I have no reason to believe you. I can prove it. It says. Do it. Why didn't Carlos go into work? Well, that's because... You begin thinking back. You remember exactly what happened, but you need to find the words to say it. Aha, got you. SCP-3939 cries in a celebratory tone. You can't say what you're thinking. You can't even explicitly think it. That would be to contradict a potential past. Fuck, it's right, you think. You know why Carlos didn't come in, but you can't even think it out loud. You're starting to believe him. And you're in control of this story. Does it fucking look like I'm in control? I'm a fucking record player. You almost, almost laugh. Why are you a gramophone anyway? SCP-3939 is silent for a moment, like it's thinking of an answer. Finally, it replies. I'll never know the true reason, but I can theorize. Your body needs oxygen, but it's also slowly poisoning you. It'll kill you one day, assuming something else doesn't get the pleasure first. I'm the same. I need information to exist, but too much of it is poison to me. I'm quite happy to talk to you now, but if my voice were to be described in too much detail, it would kill me. This gramophone is the perfect medium between me and you. It means that I don't have to be described. Only the gramophone does. Lever. And the gramophone can speak to me because it makes sound. Everything you can say is written onto the record, I assume? Clever. Congratulations to myself, I guess. 
Congratulations indeed, but we are pressed for time. I need to tell you about my containment procedures before it's too late. You shrug. Seems like an info dump, but sure. Go ahead. It takes on a very serious tone. This may be a multiple-choice story, but there's no multiple endings. If you pick the wrong option, the story has to pretty much drag you to me so we can have this little chat. You see, fundamentally, this just isn't a good multiple-choice story. That's what not what it is. If you're never supposed to be that. A good multiple-choice story has decisions, it has character development, it's got different pathways to get to different goals, and most importantly, it's got replayability. There just has to be at least one ending where you die. It's a game, and there's a different way to play every time. This is not a game. These are special containment procedures. And these procedures make a very bad game, but they do a very good job of containing me. I'll give this article more points for cleverness than I originally thought. You're totally convinced that what he's saying is true. You, can find, you can't find any words with which to reply. Not that it matters, because 3939 has more say. There's not a single way for this story that doesn't culminate with the both of us in this containment chamber, with me saying this very line. And it's now that you'll realize that this is the penultimate scene, if you haven't already. In that case, what happens next? You're about to find out. Leave the holding cell, and I bet it takes us back to the first page. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, you leave the holding cell, sliding the door shut behind you. The click it makes when it locks into place resounds with finality. You can feel 3939's vision burning into your back, even though there's a solid metal door in the way, and even though it can't see. Slowly, you make your way back to the office, making sure to take in as much of your surroundings as possible. If what 3939 said is true, none of this is real. You kneel down and touch the floor. It feels as real as everything, but that's only on a relative level. You realize that you're not really sure you know what the floor is actually made of, even if there's already a clear mental picture of it in your head. Sally is waiting for you outside your office. It's hard to place the emotion on her face. Guilt? Worry? Anxiety? Whatever it is, it's not a positive one. Do you know what to say? She asks you. Her voice is flat and forced. Are you ready to write up the final draft? The deadline is nearly here. You ready? Yeah, you say. Oh, yeah. You sit down at your desk, open up the file, and start typing. Inoculation complete. The final document. Oh, wait, there is an actual end. I thought it would just loop. Item number um, oh. SCP-3939. Yeah, you have to read this now. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. As of 2018-02-28, at 39 minutes past midnight, SCP-3939 is irreversibly contained within this document. As changes to the interactive story may still result in it escaping containment, it has been classified as safe, but may be considered effectively neutralised. Personnel intended to read this document must first inoculate themselves from SCP-3939 by reading the interactive story at least once. This is a preemptive measure and may not be required. You know what? When I thought this was supposed to be a choose-your-own-adventure, I thought it was pretty poorly written. But now that I know that it's sort of like this meta way of use to contain the anomaly itself, it's actually pretty freaking good. So I'm sorry for doubting you, Krokombosh. This is pretty, pretty, very, very clever, in fact. Although I will say I'm slightly disappointed because I was looking forward to an actual choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> first, now intended to read this document was first inoculate themselves from SCP-3939 by reading the interactive story at least once. This is a preemptive measure may not be required. Contained procedures consist of an interactive story infected with SCP-3939. Through the use of SCP-2719, which we haven't read yet, we'll leave that for now, and technology developed mm-hmm. by the Metics Department, senior researcher Darnell Germain has been embedded into the story as a containment catalyst to ensure that containment is maintained despite successive readings of the interactive story. Edits the interactive story must be written in advance and reviewed by no less than three members of Class 5 or personnel. 
or making edits, sections of story that are not being modified must not be read. Deletion of this document, and hence the containment, will terminate both senior researcher Darnell Germain and SCP-3939. Within this document, the name of the senior researcher, Darnell Germain, must be redacted. Oh, you know what? And I bet the reason that Carlos was gone is because there was an edit where he was written out of the story and released. Maybe. Description. SCP-3939 has no physical form, but exists as an unknown hostile entity embedded into an extremely aggressive meme. He seems kind of chill now, to be honest. (laughs) SCP-3939 yeah. possesses the ability to move from any type of information-based medium, be that text-based documents, data streams, biological memories, or even body language. An individual carrying SCP-3939 within their neurology, hereafter denoted "-1", may pass SCP-3939 on to another individual through any communication method. Note that it does not possess the ability to duplicate. Once it has moved on to another host, its previous host can be considered cured, and the new host becomes "-1". 3939 exhibits full physical control over Dash 1. Due to the ease in which uh, 3939 moves through international media, this makes it unreasonably difficult to contain... Informational media. Yeah, sorry. As Dash 1 needs only glance at a written message to hide 3939 within it, and then possess the next person to read such message. Observations in the... Oh, G- so that's probably what happened is he got infected and then wrote the story to put it in the story with himself. Observations indicate that SCP-3939 experiences a resistance when travelling through via an informational medium that is inversely proportional to the engagement of the targets. For example, a potential host will pick up the 3939 rapidly from long-form written media, especially one in which they are emotionally immersed, such as a story, or a yep. potential host picks up 3939 much slower from eye contact from Dash 1, for example, owing to the fleeting nature of the interaction. They may not pick up 3939 at all from this. It's also worth noting that 3939 displays a repulsion towards extremely informationally defense mediums, such as video recordings, presumably due not due to not being able to fit in them. As such, 3939 has never been visually represented, and it's likely that such representation will destroy it. On account of the lower resistance to transition, 3939 has a particular affinity for informational media of a narrative nature, it especially prefers to manifest in those with an element of interaction as this provides a greater degree of immersion for the target and hence a lower resistance to transmission. As such, an experimental containment scene... So the guy not only contained it, but he did it in a way that would, like, be satisfying to it, I guess. Well, I guess he just can't get out, I guess. Well, well, no, but, like, it, it prefers for something with immersion, like a choose-your-own-adventure That's because it's easier for it to infect other people, though, which you can't and, do anymore. And he didn't give it too much information where it would have died, because he wanted to contain it, not kill it. As such, an experimental containment procedure was developed by senior researcher Darnell Germain, which utilizes a short-term form of attractive story to contain SCP-3939 within itself. However, rather than the 3939 imprinting onto the reader, the story is engineered such that it instead imprints onto Dr. Blank, uh, Dr. Germain, who is also contained as a character in the story. How also, did he? Um, how did he put himself in the story? So that is the SCP-2719, which is mentioned there, which is how a method to do that. After all, we'll go to any further uh. right now. When a story resets, either by the reader starting over or by a new reader taking over, 3939 also resets and de-imprints from senior researcher Darnell Germain. As such, perfect containment is achieved. Senior researcher Don Germain is considered effectively terminated and has been posthumously awarded the Foundation Crest for sacrificing themselves for the sake of containment. Aww. That's kind of sad. Upvote. Good article. I'm going to give it an 11 out of... I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, actually. But I'm giving it, like, an 8 out of 10 because there were a lot of grammar mistakes, and then the plus 2 because I really enjoyed it and I think it's clever. I need to sign in real quick so I can upload it. 
because there were quite a few grammar mistakes, but also I realized that those early choice filling-ins aren't really important to the story, so it doesn't matter. Um, but well played. Well freaking yeah. played. What do you think, Tan? Any thoughts? I like it. I liked it. I think I read this. I read the draft of this when it was being written. I liked it back then. I was trying to write a choose your own adventure of my own at the time, so that kid just killed mine. But I liked this one better. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that says you can't write one as well, and hopefully, an actual choose your own adventure because that still sounds fun instead of one that always ends the same way. Although I guess that'd be really difficult to achieve because everyone would have a different reading of it based on what they yeah. chose. Uh, I will say, I hope uh, this was a good article, Krokenbosch. Well done, but I hope you never watch this episode just because you're just going to hear me thinking that you're shit for like the first 30 minutes. So <laughs> I hope you never find this episode. But this was good. Uh, and I'm thoroughly impressed. Well played. Thoroughly? Just like my favorite Marvel superhero, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Shut up. No one likes that show. No one likes any Marvel show. Well, that's not true. But okay. Um. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what, why I went off on Marvel there. I'm just sick of hearing about it, I guess. No one ever shuts the fuck He's up when they're not that shit. interesting. Sorry. I need to, I need to stop. I'm getting... Where did this come from, Curtis? I'm getting heated. Darno. But Darno, we're not okay. done yet. Anyway, there's one more thing. I, we I know. We have to, to read the comments. Oh, That's what? right. We have to read the comments, baby. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm opening them. Hang on. Okay, so first up from Shythalia is, you're in a room with writers, Darnell. Of course you'll get emotionally destroyed. I'm a freaking writer too, buddy. Uh, but yeah, that's true. Kirby did emotionally destroy me last episode. Hey, you get emotionally what? destroyed. That's okay. Yeah. If, don't worry, Tin Honey. I'm sure one day you'll write a story that emotionally affects people. I did. You'll get there. Many times. <laughs> And the emotion, yeah, the, sure. the emotion it sparked was not outrage like yours. The emotion it sparked was get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> Ruth Blaine, get me a cheeseburger. Oh. I'm being contained. Mine, mine. Look, mine only sparked outrage because it was on a podcast. Oh, That's it. It should have just, it should have just inspired nothing. But there it is. War Eagle 20... Sorry, I feel like I'm not... I'm trying to be funny, but I feel like I'm accidentally sounding angry. This is not going too well I'm, I'm for me weeping, today. I'm weeping and gnashing my teeth right now. Are you okay, Tanhoney? I'm sorry. Uh, Hello? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine yeah. Okay, I'm cool, fine. cool, cool, cool. War Eagle 21 says, Hello, discovering... Oh, shit, Darnell got emotionally wrecked over the multiple wilting events of our Stolen Theory scientists. I thought nothing could top your reactions to Cassie and the Jabberwocky event, 1762. What's the Jabberwocky event? The dragons. Oh, that was, that was, uh, Here Be Dragons, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> Let's uh, put Cassie here... on the side of one of the dragons so they take her with them. <laughs> yes. And awesome to hear die. Captain Kirby on the pod. Wait, no! Cassie would save them. No. Awesome no. to hear Captain Kirby on the podcast. I enjoyed reading his analysis of, well, if you're excited to hear Kirby, just wait till next week, guys. That's right. We have DJ Cactus. No, we don't have Cactus again. He's been on. He's, we would love to have him on in the future, but it's not him. It's someone related to Kirby. I enjoyed reading his analysis on 5999. This is where I died during the 5K contest last year. I did not catch the password. Audio cut out a few times in the episode. Sure That's the last it thing did. I wanted to hear. Sure it did. It did. You didn't. You just forgot the password. 
The new password is Com- audio quote a few times in the episode. Comedy Man Kelp says, uh, I seriously just watched Darnell being mentally tortured for the past hour. 10 out of 10 would wilt again. If you go to the Yurtcast, you can see it for two hours. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> what is with you? you? At first you supported my Milk Jesus, and now you are against me. I can How make fun you? of Milk Jesus. Other people can't. You can because you wrote it partially. I, I know, I partially wrote it. I wrote like a third of it. Because <laughs> it's so you short. Wrote nothing. You actually did, and that made me kind of sad because I was like, now people are going to give you all the credit. Jetpack Blue says, don't mind me commenting on the newest video even though I am over 40 videos behind. Hoping that you guys read my comment in the next video and I'll get to hear it someday. Well, yeah, yeah, I hope you catch up soon. Those are some of my favorite comments to read, the ones where people are like, we just caught up. And thank you for your nice comment about the new thumbnails. Yes. Wait, very did he? Good. Yeah. Did he say... Oh, in the reply, my bad. Yeah, he said, also the new thumbnails are dope. Thank you. This guy. Hamilton, yeah, hopefully he keeps up. What should we have him draw for this one, Tim? I've already discussed it with him, don't worry. What the hell? Without me? Yeah. Because I can't I see spoil what's going to be on the episode, can I? I thought we would talk about it after the episode together as a team. Hey, what did I up. say? You wanted to get an early start thinking up with Hamilton. Okay. A bush from the island of Borneo says, SCP-5552 is pretty good, but you know what is also good? That's right, 5001. As for recommendations, you should read 5001 or articles from the Department of Decommissioning, such I as promise. 5398-D or the GOI format LTE... That sounds like a fucking TV. LTE-8686 Yellow Koopy. You can also read the funny title, so I don't know what it is. Yeah... Also, Darnell, if you want an SCP with fun SCP names, you should read 4098. I would describe it, but I'm unsure how to without sounding silly. Um, <laughs> so well, we'll, it's read, easy to do it. we'll read 5001, yeah. a.k.a. second place, um, sometime soon. I heard 5001's the one that should have been 5000. Um, well, actually, if you look at the numbers, you'll see that it's in the right place. Yeah, but you also did mention like every popular old SCP ever. Mm. So... Mm. Mm. Oh, hurts my feel- that actually hurts my feelings. Oh, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I went too far. Your your article was good, and Thanks it deserved on. what it got. <laughs> Thanks, come on. Yeah. Cry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Tanhoney Therapy Corner. Tell me how you feel about the way people reacted to 5,000. People, we've reached the stage where now it's cool to not like 5,000s. <laughs> I know. But you know what that means? That just means your article really is a success, because you're never really successful if people aren't super bitter about it for no reason and want to act like they're cool for not liking it. Yeah. So, hey. I'm not there in person, Tanoni, but can you feel the shadows of my arms mentally hugging you? Comforting you? <laughs> Chris Car... What, what was that? That was me. Chris Carl's... Hmm? That was me. Oh. Cool. Chris Carlton says, Might I recommend Tales from the Gas Station? A great creepypasta story surprise about a guy with terminal illness, which makes it so he can't sleep ever, so he works the night shift at a gas station to pass the time. And then it gets weird from there. Maybe. Mm. Maybe we'll check it out around Halloween time. Maybe. Uh, Boris WW says, That's a nice article, even though I usually don't like time travel narratives. I remember when I first encountered 3125, just at ran. Wait, you were there? Boris? Found it? <laughs> 3125 real? Well, if he found it, he wouldn't exist anywhere. It would have fucking killed him. That's true. 
when I first encountered 3125 just at random. I didn't even look for the code, just ignored it. Only years later, I came back to it, knowing about anti-memetics and the title to the series. This comment surprised me, because we had Quantum on, like, several episodes ago. So I feel like this was, like, a comment that lagged. Yeah, there you go. Um... Good Day says, Happy birthday, Darnell. Also, thanks for reading my SCP today. Not sure why you kept crediting Kirby, as I'm obviously the author. Hey, why is my computer turning to black goop? Uh, implying <laughs> that he was the true writer. That's pretty great. Uh, no, uh, thank you for the birthday wishes. Um, Darnell, I, I just want to say it's been great being our podcast. What? No! <laughs> Wait, how come when someone mentions Tanhoni's name, I'm crying? God, why is odd your dying noise? Hello? Uh oh. Hold on. I think the internet connection went. Oh, Jesus. Is that you? That's me, yeah. <laughs> you got five nights of time to eat. <laughs> what was your dying noise again? Ah. Uh. <laughs> ah. Uh. Me when I die. Ah, uh, no. Not the wilts. Take Walker or Take Walker, not sure, says, It Captain Cabby smile. It is. It was. Uh, insert clever name here says, Oh, God, I only have a data comment on this episode. Um, Among Us? Why did you, why did you say that name? More like Among Us Wrath, am I right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the password this week is that Tanhoni needs to speak up when saying the That's password. That's not the password. Let's listen. And a very happy birthday to Darnell. Oh, uh, I see. So the audio issues where you weren't speaking up. Okay. Whatever. I'll say the password very Whatever. clearly and very loudly. Say it right now. Okay. Very clearly. But... The password is, there were some audio issues this episode. No, don't. That is literally the worst possible That's password. The password. That's the password. Say it We're exactly gonna, like that. I won't know if it's feedback or not. Ex- say no. exactly like that. No, I'll give you the real canon password. And it's that, um, <laughs> my child will use my article. passwords. <laughs> my child will use mine. The password was, this episode's a mess, Darnell. Smile. That's the real password. Alright? Don't you dare say audio issues. Unless there are audio issues. In which case, use Tanhoney's password. So then we'll know. Right? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, at says, I'm looking forward You've to the day you read 6500. Oh, no, you haven't. Oh, I what the fuck? Because they left two. <laughs> they, they, the sandwich of Lance Comet in the middle. <laughs> I'll just read the, the first one from AVSBest. I'm looking forward to the day you read SCP-6500 if you ever read it. I've been sort of um, not reading that yeah. myself because I'm excited to read it for the podcast. I'm excited. It looks really good. Are we going to do it for the first time together? Uh, I would hope so, though. Yeah, it'll probably be more than one episode from what I understand, though. Yeah. Bland says, the new thumbnails are sick. Hamilton should come onto the podcast or something. I don't know. I mean, he did. Uh, And he's always on here in spirit, right? That's what you said in the replies, though, yeah. (laughs) P.S. Since I'm writing this comment in the past... When you're reading this, I'm going to make a prediction as to which of the ten or so recommendations Dan only chose for the next episode. What? Wait, what? You got it right! That's the first one I said, so that's obviously the most serious. It's 3939 by Krokenbosch, the choose-your-own-path one. What the fuck? He got it right. This guy's time traveler. 
Smile Sky says, my favorite acronym in SCP is the retrocausally engineered intertemporal synchronization of noetic ordinality canon, also known as the Raisno canon. Say it fast. Retrocausally engineered intertemporal synchronization of noetic ordinality canon, also known as the Raisno canon. Get oh, he did it. Yeah. Daniel Zachgeim says, great podcast as always. Question about Harvest Moon. <laughs> He's the first. <laughs> I love this because, first of all, thank you for a- asking about that series, but I love that he called it Harvest Moon instead of Havoc Moon, like the farming game. <laughs> what did Percy Stan do before it got upgraded? I was actually curious about the same thing. He what gave did him it grades do? in school. Wait, that's a fuck. Why was he complaining? That's free he's, college, he's a baby. Boy. He is kind of a fuck boy. Uh, what's it, what, Percy, like, committing genocide, what zero pussy does to a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Raul Alves says, Fuck yeah! Thank you for reading my recommendation, Smile. This was a great episode! Nice participation from the captain. Love to see more fun facts about SCPs and authors. Also, I congratulate Tanhoney on taking his baby steps to becoming a self-publishing author. He will soon join Quantum and Dave you fool in booksellers. Don't feel pressured. Everyone's proud and happy of your progress and hope to see you improve. Congrats, my least! Why does this feel like an email from a Nigerian prince a little bit? Young Genesis, you fucking yeah, it's like, can you send me $50 to help publish your Congratulations. book? Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, Hulk. Now, the only thing I want... Now, the only thing I want you two to read is Keeping It Chill with Homies down at the SCP Foundation by Henzoid, so my soul can rest in peace. Thanks for Thanks. the laughs. Also, Milk Jesus should meet with Yum Jesus, 5991, Bread Jesus, 3305, Hanged Jesus, 2221, Event Jesus, 4477, and Robot Jesus, 4437. Wow, there's a lot Which of Jesus Yeah. <laughs> what are we, some kind of Jesus squad? Shit. You know the deal. <laughs> free days of work for the squad, you go free. <laughs> <laughs> Three days is relevant, too, because Jesus, see? It all adds up. That's what happens. He went free after three days. The Romans took him in. <laughs> password. Walk the plank. See, Raul got the password. I said it, not Tanhoney. You all were listening for Tanhoney's password. Mine was audible. P.S. Creepypasta recommendation. The entirety of the Abandoned by Disney series, which includes Abandoned... Oh, I've read these. Abandoned by Disney, Room Zero, and Corruptuous. P.S. Happy birthday, Darnell. P.S. P.S. What's your favorite yokai? Um, fuck. Akamanto. The fucking toilet boy. Not, no, Akamanto's the most cringy okay. Imagine if someone wrote that in their web serial. That'd be pretty that bad. That I'm sorry! No, I don't know why! This is my need cheat okay. I'm having one of those days today, Tan, uh, where I'm trying to be funny and it just keeps not yeah, landing. I'm, 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 I'm really just, sorry. I'm emotionally manipulating you, don't worry. Oh, okay. Because I feel like I've just kind of We've ruined beyond episode so far today. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just I've feel like I've flopped. Um, no, but I don't know. I don't know many yokai off the top of my head, but the one that's like a skeleton Slender on a man. wheel is pretty cool. I like the one that's like the lady with the scissors who's like, am I pretty? And she fucking kills you. Uh, the one that murders you at sea unless you have a barrel without a bottom is pretty oh, funny. You, you loved that one. Yeah. Uh, the well, one I'd that say, writes SCPs on the wiki and asks you to start a podcast and regardless of what answer you say, it gaslights you. That's a pretty good yokai. Tanhoney yokai? 
Uh, JTKC says, Hello, discovering SCP peoples, and happy birthday, Darman Smile. <laughs> this SCP is one of my favorites for the tragic take on the oversaturated trope of time travel with the SCP spin on it. Again, I am of the mind that tropes, it doesn't matter if you use tropes, it doesn't matter if you do something someone else has done, it's all about how you deliver it, the message, the narrative, the meaning of it. There are elements that I, go in there. I had a cool idea for an SCP the other day, and someone's like, it already exists, and I was like, oh, shit, uh, someone already took, and I thought they meant, like, my actual idea. No, it all it was was a phone that also talked to the dead. It had nothing to do with everything else they had designed. And they made me check that freaking SCP. So, shame on you graphically. Shame on you. Graphic. Least least helpful criticism you can give someone is there's already a thing that does that, so you're dumb. Um, sorry, again, that came off needlessly aggressive. I'm trying to... Fuck! Tanhoney, help me out here. Can you take over? Okay. Uh, is that a no? Yeah. Thoughts exp... Thoughts, experiments, and other... God, this is so awkward. Can we just redo this whole episode, please? Sorry? Dan? Can we just redo the episode? No, it's too late. It's fine. It's a good podcast. They love it. Right? No. Post in the comments that you're happy. Smile this face comments. You're making it awkward by doing that we've ever recorded. You're true. You're making, I, yeah. This is what's making it awkward. Thought... Thought, experiments, and other stuff says. This is three features in a row. Either Darnell's big enough for people to come. Not like that, you sick... Oh. Jesus. No, I don't think anyone meant like that until you said it. <laughs> or Tan's lost some of his island mentality. Tan got exactly one guest on. I like and the idea that I like. I was like that because I was trapped on like a desert island for a year. <laughs> How did you get Captain it. Kirby to come on? Because honestly, knowing you, I feel um, like he DM'd you first. I think he mentioned it in Discovering SCP chat. I fucking I knew it. Him. Not this I, okay. Oh, so you did DM him. Thing. You did reach out to him. Okay. Yeah. Tanhoney, I'm proud of you. Yeah, and I hope we, we... No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. I, I really am. You've been yeah, coming out of your shelves. You're finally publishing the thing I've been pushing you to do, working towards like doing what you love. I'm very proud of you. Thank you so uh, much. You're growing as a person. And we've only been doing this one year. Can you imagine yourself five years from now? You'll be so I powerful. No... SCP that when you read it gives you character development. New SCP article. Haunted SCP that calls you gay. (laughs) (laughs) Haunted SCP that says you're not good enough and your parents were right about you. Uh, Anomalous writer says, guest episode again, wowza. Rather unknown says, saving this episode for later, but apparently it's Darnell's birthday. Happy birthday, Darnell's friend's friend. Thank you. Thank you guys for the birthday wishes. I'm sorry uh, uh, that I'm reading these late, I guess, but I appreciate it. You know, I'm 23 now, which is like, let's be real, once you get past 18, maybe 21, depending on your state, like, no one really cares about birthdays anymore. Uh, They really just exist as a time to spend time with the people you love and care about, and that's what happened. Uh, I napped the whole day. No, I'm kidding. I did some stuff with my family. I talked to Tan a little bit. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, have you seen the yellow sign says, I don't think that telling Darnell to eat milk and live for the virgin dairies would be enough. I say for the next episode, you guys do nothing but try to talk while drinking milk for two hours. That will never happen. Sounds like a great way to get the shits in the morning. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sorry, were you looking forward to doing that, Tan? Should I reschedule? No. 
No, absolutely okay. wasn't. Uh, at Oxygen Beast is happy birthday, Darnell. If it is indeed still your birthday, thank you for giving us this gift. Imagine I sent you a gift as well. You did. Your gift was uh, when you watched the ad on this video. Smile. You did watch it, right? I appreciate it. I mean, this is yeah, birthday. You did, right? <laughs> Not watching ads on Darnell's birthday. You're supposed to turn your ad blocker off on the 4th. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> you have to do it on October 12th, Every too, su- for Tannehill's basic- birthday. Sunday Mass is basically watching God's ads, right? Yeah, what? Sunday Mass, you're no, essentially watching that has... the ads no. of Christ. No, it's <laughs> not even close to. <laughs> sure. You go you know to what? church, you hear about his sponsors. Guys, we need to think about what to do for Tan Honey's birthday, because last year we tried to write him like a thing, and the wiki didn't like it, and they voted it off the wiki, so we have to do... We have to do something for him, not wiki-related, for his birthday on October 12th. I'm saying it again, October 12th. Uh, so if someone wants to start planning something and include me in a group DM, please let me know. Thank you. That is all. Uh, Andriana Renevo, our last comment, says, Happy it's birthday, Darnell! Like stop planning a birthday conspiracy while mother. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just want to do something nice for you, especially because I, I, I kept trying to make jokes this episode, and I feel like I kept actually being mean. No, you and I'm really mean. sorry. I'm going to do something really nice for your birthday. I just don't know what yet. Hopefully it doesn't cost money. I'm very poor. Um, you know what, Tan? What would you want for your birthday? Tell the world. What was your number one birthday? What's your ideal birthday look like? Mm-hmm. What's your ideal uh, birthday look like? Um, hanging out. Quiet. Uh, an infinite amount of time in which to sleep. It's raining outside. <laughs> wow. Are you a British grandmother? I just like it when it's raining outside. But, not in, but, but you just want it to be rainy and sleep the whole day? Well, no. I, mean, I want the morning to be able to like stretch on for an infinite period of time during which I can sleep. Okay, I got you. That's fair. So, um, wow. I mean, I guess this is proof that you're closer to 30 than 20. If you and I also want a deluge. No, this has been, I've always been like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had six-year-old Tan, honey. Do you want to go to the amusement park? He's like, actually, mother, I'd prefer to read some Charles Dickens and get a good nap in. If I, I could prefer to this. ponder the mysteries. <laughs> oh, mother, you where's just don't understand poetry like me. <laughs> where's my Where's my pocket watch, father? Donna, I want you to Google. Um, <laughs> for the, for the, my mental image of this is if you Google the boy and then Brams. B-R-A-H-A-M-S. H. B-R-A-H-A-S. A- I'm looking okay. at a little doll that comes up. This is like the image of myself I have in my All I'm seeing is Brahms the boy, too. I don't see just well, the boy. The boy what? What does it um, I'm seeing... Yeah, it's like a weird doll thing. Is <laughs> that you? That's the image of myself that I'm having in my head right now as a child. <laughs> Jeez, it's so creepy. Should we watch this movie together? We haven't watched it's not the movie very in a while. Good. Well, so neither are most I, maybe, movies. I guess. There's only one good movie in this world. Okay. You have to guess what it is in the comments. Go ahead, guess. Oops. Um. Probably. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about aside from support Aetheral Space? Review it. Comment. Uh, the shout out to Wendigo. Not only for doing a beautiful cover, but it shot up Aetheral Space, like, what? How many places by now? Like a hundred places. More by now, right? I'm sure. Well, no, no it's, it happens in stops and gaps. I imagine something similar 
is uh and the thing is the more you jump in the ratings the more it'll continue to jump because people will see it more often i imagine and then more people will get invested but yeah the cover really did wonders so um proof faithful space is good you know just needed the right cover yeah, because because the rankings based on actual readership, right? Not just like clicks on your art on your web serial page. Yeah, based on readership. Yeah, so clearly it's doing something. Um. Okay. Anything yeah, else? It. Am I forgetting? That's it. Nothing. Oh yeah. Um. Make sure you catch the vod for the one K special if you weren't there. Tan Cactus and I made a really cool world. And um, if you want to see what happens to the Sablin next time, make sure you vote in the announcements channel on the Discord server. Uh, yeah, well, thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.